Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie Lockhart and you're listening to Vox Poetica's 15 Minutes of Poetry. And today we're going to talk about a great project and the people who originated it. I have today with me Brittany Willis and Tyan. They're the creators of 28 Days to Create. Um, hi ladies, thank you for joining me. Hi, thanks for having us. Hello. Um, I would love it if you could tell us a little bit about yourselves and then tell us a little bit about 28 Days to Create, what it is. Tynan, you want to go first? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'll I'll start. Hi, guys. I'm Tynan. Um, 28 to Create is really sort of um, a project that we created in order to inspire people to just create something. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's poetry, a quick sketch on a napkin, at a dinner table, whatever it is, just to get your creative juices flowing. The winter is a hard time to sort of <laughs> be creative and to and to inspire yourself. So we created it in order to um, sort of get your juices flowing. Um, and I do primarily f- uh, photography, which if any of you have been on the Blogspot account, um, you'll see some of my stuff on there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much me. <laughs> um, and I'm Brittany. Um, Tynan and I actually met in college, so that's how that relationship whole start all started. Um, and I would say I am primarily a writer, um, but 28 to Create kind of opened up some doors for me, so I've started um, playing around with some other mediums like uh, watercolors and photography as well. And Did, everything kind um, said about 28 to create. <laughs> so, you know, when I heard about this, um, you know, I know I think it was time in, in our conversation before referenced the month-long poetry project, and I think that had been Brittany's suggestion when you guys were talking about spurring some creativity uh, last year when this began. And I, I, um, I particularly liked the concept of that, because it's familiar to everybody, or, you know, NaNoWriMo and all those things are really familiar to everybody. But I, but I, what I really like about this is kind of what you just said, it, it's being the winter and everyone just doesn't feel good and you want spring to come. Everyone feels inspired by spring. You know, I guess that's the easy thing. But now is when you really need something to get you going. So I love that you guys are doing this for the month of February. I think it's a great time. And I also really like that invitation to play with other forms and media outside your comfort zone. Um, tell me a little bit about that, the benefit of that in this experience. What, what does it do for you in your overall scope as an artist to expand into other domains? Um, well, I'm, I'm a theater person, um, so that's very important, uh, at least in my field. Um, I worked for a year with a group called Sundown Collaborative Theater, actually a little longer, um, and that's part of their goal is to incorporate all art forms. And I think it's really important, um, and I think what 28 to Create does is it opens up a way for um, us to stick together in a sense. There's a community there. Um, And despite the fact that I might not be any good at one certain medium, I can still identify with the person working in that medium um, because of this common kind of common goal we have and, and the fact that all of us artists are pretty much just asking 
uh, what does it feel like to be human, you know? And um, I, I like that. I like the community that it builds. Um, and that's definitely been been a plus side, um, is to know there are other people out there going through the same things and uh, needing that extra push as well. Um, the other thing that we talked about in terms of the, the the real great benefit of something like this is the everyday discipline, you know, the commitment that comes from it and how how that really impacts what you're doing. I would like to hear you guys give your viewpoints on that and what that really does for you as an artist, too. Well, I am a huge procrastinator. I will be very <laughs> upfront and admit it. I procrastinate like the Dickens. Like, it's awful. I'm horrible. But what this does and what the whole point of 28 to Create is is that it gives you that guideline, but we're also not going to hound you about it. We're not going to sit there and be like, you didn't submit something today. It's great. You created something that's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. Look at you. You got out of bed and you did something. And that (laughs) is what the whole point of it is, is to just inspire you and get you to to get going while having that sort of structured, all right, what am I going to do? Well, here you have a guideline. Here you have, oh, today's prompt is, murmur or whisper or red or whatever it is. Yeah. Why don't um, you tell us yeah, I'm sorry, go on, Brittany. Oh no, it's fine. Um I I was just gonna say yes. I I completely agree with that. Um obviously we're not gonna pound people if they only create one thing that month. We're gonna be excited for them. Um but it does give you kind of a framework. It doesn't let you procrastinate every day, you know? <laughs> There's a bit of accountability there. Tell us a little bit about the structure of the program. So first off, where can we find it? And secondly, how does it work? Um, We have, right now we have two kind of bases, in a sense. Um, We are on Blogspot at 28, that's the numeral, uh, 28to-create.blogspot.com. And uh, we also, actually, our preference is uh, the social networking site Tumblr um, because it kind of works as a, um, each individual person is kind of a curator on Tumblr. You get to repost stuff that other people have posted and share it with other people. Um, and it's a really, really great platform um, for our, our work. And there we are also the numeral 28to-create.tumblr.com. Uh, and what we basically do is um, Tynan has recently been posting uh, the prompt list gradually to kind of get people excited and get people a little prepared. And then every day we'll post a prompt. Um, we'll kind of give a description, um, maybe how we feel about it or um, some ideas to just get people going. Um, we'll link to what we created that day, and then we'll ask people to just start creating and linking us to it. Uh, so we can see what everyone's putting out there. It sounds easy enough, and it sounds like um, it really does kind of feed into that community element that you guys talked about, which is a big part of the motivator. Now, you did this last year. What kind of response did you get? We actually had a pretty good response. We um, connected mostly through uh, friends and and did a brief little sort of shout-out on Tumblr to get people to go over to the blog spot. Um, we made some awesome new friends um, through the project. Yeah. But 
we had a bunch of writers uh, respond. We had a few visual artists. I think we even had one movement piece submitted. It was it was just a fantastic. And I, for mm-hmm. one, for the first year that we were doing this, I was just amazed and so happy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, look at all these people. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good it was a really good response and I think it was bigger than we really expected it to be the first year. Um I think we maybe expected maybe like five or six of our friends to jump on, but I would say we probably had about I don't know, what do you think, like twenty, twenty five people? Yeah, that's um not I mean not every day, but at least participating in some way or the other. Um but actually this year is funny because <laughs> Um, I was, I don't know about Tynan, but I was expecting about the same response, but we started um, working more on the Tumblr platform, and we now have about 130 people who are um, actively talking about participating and asking us questions, and um, it's it's really exciting. That is great, and I think um, you're right to emphasize the usability concept in, in Tumblr might really be a great thing for this too. It just makes it easy for people to share, spread the word, and even do their own participation on it. It's just a very maneuverable platform. Um, I think that's great. That's that's you know such uh organic growth that you know it just keeps that, that that has to be a motivator right there too, I would imagine, no? Uh definitely, because you see what everyone's posting. It makes you yeah. want to go get out and do more, yeah. Now, um, this is this is the kind of thing where this kind of growth, you know, in the second year makes you wonder about what you're going to have to do in the third year <laughs> to support it. If it <laughs> you know, it keeps getting bigger like this. You guys are going to be really busy for February. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to start planning months ahead of time <laughs> instead of just one month ahead of time. <laughs> Do you um do you see any any uh is it, well I don't know if this is the right word not really relevant but it is it possible do you think to take a a project like this and to go into it with one particular work in mind so you know if you're working on a book or Brittany a screenplay or a stage play or you know a photography series what do you think this is the kind of thing that lends itself well to um particular purpose goals or better to be free form or can it just be adapted either way? Well, I think it can it can go either way really. I mean, if you're already starting to work on an established piece and you're looking at 28 as something to sort of spark that interest, there may be something that, that comes up on the prompt list that is like, oh my gosh, that word just resonates with me. It's, it's an amazing word. I love that word. I'm going to latch onto it and use that to help fuel what I'm already working on, or you can come at it from a perspective where you're like, I'm not doing anything for art this year yet so far, so let's mm-hmm. take a look at this. Let's see what sort of jumps out and what and what prompts, for you know, for lack of a better word, prompts me into, into working on something that sort of carries over and outside of the month of February into the rest of the year. Definitely. Um, I yeah. actually... Uh, well, I was just going to say, with a different challenge I had done before, uh, probably a year ago, um, it was similar in that the prompts were very different, but what I did was I picked one setting, which was the circus, 
and I wrote poems based on the prompts, but they were all set in the same place. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. it could lend itself to that. If people, you know, if they did photography, they chose a certain place or um, people or something like that. Or if they were writing, they set it in a certain place. I think you can use the prompts to make something cohesive and holistic. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think you have to. I I think you can just have fun, too, which is what we like to do. How did you come up with the prompts? Where did you go for your inspiration in that particular arena? <laughs> well, uh, we just write down random things that come into our heads <laughs> throughout <laughs> the day. Um, some of them are things that I wake up in the middle of the night and write down. Um, some of them are things from songs or um, things that just resonated with us. And then this year, actually, we opened up uh, the floodgates, as it were, and asked people to submit um, their own ideas. Mm. So we kind of waded through some really, really awesome and inventive things that we didn't even cross our minds um, and kind of picked out some of the ones that really we felt like people could jump on board with. Did um, did you find, and when you did this last year, was there anything in your own work that really uh, stands out to you as being like one of the highlights, one of the biggest? Mm. Could you could you repeat the question? Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I was wondering if there was anything um, that you you created as a result of this last year that really um, sticks with you as being like your favorite piece that you did something with some special meaning or something that just surprised you or was going to be something like that of your own work. Um, I, I have one. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure Tynan does. She had some amazing stuff, but um, my favorite was a photography trio I did. And um, I do not know much about photography. I had, you know, have to lean on Tynan for that one. Um, but I called it sleeping pattern. And it was basically um, layers of a person in different positions as they slept um, on top of each other. So you kind of saw the movement happen Mm -hmm. as it went. Um, Obviously, that was not someone actually sleeping. It was me with a tripod in my bed moving around. (laughs) 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 But I was really proud of it. it. I was actually very proud of it, and uh, it made me kind of get more of an interest in in visual arts, jumping on it with that. I think that was one of my first ones, actually. Um, Did you have anything, Karen? Yeah, actually, my favorite piece from last year, because my camera broke halfway through the challenge, um, my favorite piece was actually the echo piece I did based on one of Brittany's poems that she had written, which Mm. is amazing if you guys ever get a chance to listen to it. Definitely listen to it as you read it because, oh, it's amazing. Um, but I did an oil painting based on the the poem itself, and that was, like, I hate painting. If you knew me in college, I hated painting. I didn't want to do it. Um, but I actually broke out my oil paints, and I just marathon painted through this, just <laughs> listening to the poem over and over and over and over and over again, and it was it was awesome. I loved it. It was it was exhilarating, and it, it, it sparked that love for art in me again, which was one of the points of the challenge is to just inspire you. And so that was something that really stuck with me. 
Um, I like that. Also, she gave me that painting, and I'm looking at it, and I love it. <laughs> I, I love that you both picked um, things that were outside your primary, um, well, favorite, maybe, media exploration zone. You know, I think that that really does speak to the benefit of this program quite a bit. And I also love that um, Tynan described, you know, an ecrastic experience, because I think that's another thing that can really organically grow out of this project. As you're looking at the prompts, there's an ekphrasis there, but when you're also looking at what people are posting, what they're creating in reference to those prompts, that might lead you in another different direction. You could really have a lot of fun with that, too, I would imagine. Was that something that you saw um, happen last year? Actually, yes. I, I would love to draw on that a little bit. Um, we actually intentionally had prompts last year um, that we called uh, Echo Art. It's kind of based on some surrealist um, technique where they did echo poems, where someone would write mm -hmm. a poem and then they would write a poem based on it. Um, yep. And so the idea was you picked, I think we did a song. You had to base one on a song. And then we did one where you had to base it on someone else's art mm -hmm. uh, that month. And um, we really think that's a beautiful thing. Um, I think it's really important because we do inspire each other. That's why communities of artists pop up, um, because it's easier to work with other people. You get more viewpoints and uh, more experiences that way. And uh, so this year we added um, two again because uh, we had some good response about that. And I think we're actually discussing next year, um, we kind of borrowed Robert Lee Brewer, um, who does his poetry um, challenges every year, his two for Tuesday idea where you have like two prompts um, that mm -hmm. are um, opposite of each other in a sense on Tuesdays. And we're thinking about making our own uh, everyday you know, one day a week deal where you do an echo prompt where you base it on a song or a painting or someone else's work. Um, so, yeah, we found that happening, definitely, so intentionally and unintentionally, I think. Talked about communities of artists, and, uh, you know, your friendship is, is geographically remote, so um, what you're putting together here is also it's a virtual community. It's, it exists in this this wonderful space online. Um, and, ha and that's that's so vital. What you said was very important. You know, yes, people people really do inspire each other, and they work best in the company of other people. And when you don't necessarily have that in your ge geography, having it available online is um, is another way to attain it. And it's bound by different concepts of being in the same exact room necessarily, or time, and all the rest of that. So it, it ends. In, the, in some ways, being a little more flexible, I think. Um, did you find that that was an interesting component, maybe that you hadn't thought about beforehand, that it kind of took off on its own a little bit, that it, you ended up creating a community that is now kind of reinvigorating itself again and expanding again, but that there were artistic relationships that evolved in that space, people that maybe hadn't known each other before, but that worked together in that context and were inspired to continue creating after the project ended. Uh, I did, definitely. Um, two uh, people I found online actually have been proofreading my um, my scripts as well since the con mm -hmm. since the challenge ended. 
Um, so I think we definitely formed, at least on Tumblr, a small community of people who throughout the year really interacted with each other. Um, and I mean, I, and I believe Tynan as well, love those, those fellow artists dearly. Um, and I mean, they've, they've helped us through, through some tough in real lifetimes, um, virtually. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think, I think it sprung up. I don't know if we, I hoped, I definitely hoped it would happen, but I don't think we, uh, expected it to happen so easily, I guess. You had a quote that you wanted to read for us, Brittany. Yes, I did. <coughs> Sorry, I got a cough. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the season, <laughs> as we're, as we're <laughs> saying. Um, it's actually Elizabeth Gilbert, um, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, and Don't mm-hmm. Hate Me. I have not read it. Um, she did a, t- a TED Talk <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant about um, how it's we put a lot of pressure on artists. We aren't surprised when we hear an artist has committed suicide um, because we we expect them to be creative every day and to be inspired every day. And um, her argument is not that we need to be inspired every day, but that we need to just be trying every day. Um, because maybe inspiration doesn't necessarily come from within. Maybe it comes from something like a muse, in a sense. Um, so at the end of it, she says, and this is what I kind of want to want all of our followers to think about when uh, when they're creating this month. She says, don't be afraid. Don't be daunted. Just do your job. Continue to show up for your piece of it, whatever that might be. If your job is to dance, do your dance. If the divine cockeyed genius assigned to your case decides to let some sort of wonderment be glimpsed just for one moment through your efforts, then Olay. And if not, do your dance anyhow, and Olay to you nonetheless. I believe this, and I feel that we must teach it. Olay to you nonetheless, just for having the sheer human love and stubbornness to keep showing up. Yeah, I think that does say it all. <laughs> you know, because a lot of times that's really all there is. There isn't that strike of inspiration every time you sit down to do something. And in some ways, I think that's freeing, you know, because people feel intimidated when they don't have that. But if you can let that concept go and feel free to just do whatever you're here to create, whether you have a direction or not at the moment, you know, it just, it really, it really does get you out from underneath the weight of that pressure and makes it makes it much more uh, liberating for you to explore other things. And I love that element particularly about what you're doing. And we're out of time. I would love for you guys to just give us the addresses one more time where everyone can find projects. Sure. Um, um, the yeah. Blogspot account, um, you can find us on Blogspot at 28, the number 28, to create at blogspot.com, or, again, the same thing, 28to-create at tumblr.com, and you can always send us an email at that same thing, uh, 28to-create at gmail.com, if you have any questions as well. And this starts tomorrow, am I right? Yep. It does. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I hope that this brings you more people. I hope you guys are ready for the onslaught. I hope it's really, really inspiring and exciting, and I hope it keeps you totally busy for the next month and even beyond. Well, thank you very much. Um, I'd love for all of my listeners to participate in this because I think it, it just would be tremendous for everybody. I don't think there's anybody who's related to what we do who couldn't benefit from this. So I, I highly encourage everyone to go check it out and do uh, do what you can with it, you know. Um, just even to go look at it and see if you're if you're not so inspired to to write or to create, maybe you're you're a reader, so go do that instead and just experience what's happening there from your own vantage point. Um, thank you so much, Brittany and Tynan, for being with us. And best of luck with this. I will be participating in it. I have to get back on there and get my head around it, but I will be doing that. And I'm, I, I want to thank you both for sharing this with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And that is all we have for today. Um, we'll be back next week, and I hope you guys have a very creative and productive week in the meantime. Thank you for joining me. Bye-bye.